Welcome back to New World Next Week. I'm James Corbett of CorbettReport.com. And I'm James Evan Pilato of MediaMonarchy.com. We'll never give up. And we've got that story first, plus libraries of things and homeschooling for the win on this all good news episode for Thanksgiving 2021. We were just wondering moments ago when the last time we were able to do an all good news episode. And we will begin with never giving up. Protests erupt across the world over government COVID tyranny. We grab this from Zero Hedge. The article itself almost has half a million views itself and a ton of comments. AP News calls them far right, but tens of thousands of freedom-loving people marched against new tyrannical public health measures such as partial and full lockdowns and health passports and mandatory vaccinations all across Europe. Demonstrations against new restrictions were observed in... Austria, Croatia, Italy, Northern Ireland, the UK, France, Germany, and the Netherlands. Outside of Europe, protests were seen in several cities across Canada, Australia, Japan, and even the US. Some marked Saturday as part of a worldwide freedom rally to protest COVID-19 restrictions and vaccine mandates. Some of the most intense rallies, which even as Zero Hedge puts it, turns into riots, were in the port city of Rotterdam. Clashes between protesters and police began Friday night and continued all through Saturday. Saturday night, about 30 minutes away, protests transformed into riots in Hague, which I find somewhat appropriate. Protesters across many European cities shared commonalities as they marched to preserve their lives and liberties. Governments, of course, are attempting to plunder those lives and liberties via increased COVID restrictions, mandatory health passports, and forced vaccinations. What's unfolding in Australia right now, sidebar horrible news, is is stunning. Saturday's march in Vienna's massive Heldenplatz Square had many chanting, my body, my choice. We're standing up for our kids and resistance. One of the biggest protests might have actually been in Zagreb, Croatia's northwestern capital, where Citizens Free Press reports as many as 100,000 people put it in H and flooded streets to protest the government's health passports and new COVID measures. In Rome, thousands of demonstrators gathered in the capital Circus Maximus to protest against Green Pass, which of course means climate lockdowns as well. Green Pass certificates, which was just a coincidence probably. Green Pass required at workplaces, restaurants, cinemas, theaters, sports venues, gyms, as well as for public transportation. And again, that really always just puts the lie to, well, we really care about those lesser among us people that use public transportation, usually pretty dependent on those jobs. People like us never give up, read a protester sign, and the pushback against totalitarianism is spreading across Europe as we as we cried for several weeks ago here on New World Next Week. Usually, Europeans generally are more compliant than Americans when it comes to government orders, but even there, citizens are protesting governments seizing power in the name of public health, so wrote American thinkers Thomas Lifson. People of the world are awakening to government tyranny, plundering their life and liberties as the Davos man, the world's elite, and the political puppet officials are becoming more unfavorable than ever before that we've maybe ever seen in our lifetimes. The increasing discontent among citizens and their respective governments is dangerous. This is how revolutions begin and whether they get ginned up, rigged up, Arab springed and Facebooked. This is very good news. It's James. It's almost, I was playing it earlier and it really struck me as I was doing prep for this episode. It's almost like I can hear him blasting Judas priests united from here, just all over Europe. 
Someone's got to make that mashup video, James. I <laughs> got. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So I have some good news for everyone this week. This is the apocalypse in the literal dictionary definition meaning of apocalypse. The disclosure, the great revelation is happening right now. And at the very least, all of this stuff that we've been talking about for decades now is now coming to the point where we're starting to see the dividing lines and we're starting to see who's on our side of the line and who's on the other side of the line. There's a great revelation that is happening right now, and more and more people are seeing that there is something deeply wrong with this and are standing up against this growing tyranny. Do not listen to the mainstream news to, to get this information. They are either going to completely ignore it, or they're going to frame it in exactly the way they want. There was a few straggly protests of some fringe wingnuts that turned violent with some violent riots. But don't worry about those those things, people. Here's what you should pay attention to. No, it, it is happening. The uprising is happening. And you can see it with your own two eyes. If you want, believe your own lying eyes. There's plenty of footage that I'm sure Brock will slather all over this. And let me give a special shout out to the lady at the Sydney Freedom Rally wearing the homemade CorbettReport.com Scamdemic t-shirt. I see you. You were pointed out by, uh, I think, Vadum in the Corbett Report comment section the other day, and I see it. I appreciate it. You are the front line of the resistance, not only because you're helping to spread the word about the Corbett Report, but because you are out there arm in arm standing up against this tyranny. This is what it's about. And I don't know how this turns out in the long run, but I know if we just sit sit back comfortably, quietly, and just wait for this all to come and don't protest too much, uh, then we know where that's going to go. That's going to go straight into the worst totalitarian tyranny that's ever been seen. So my hats off, my big salute to everyone who's out there uh, at these rallies, making their voices heard. And let's not give in to the nattering nabobs of negativity who will pry out any gray cloud from any silver lining by, oh, this is just what they want. They want all this, you know, anger and protests and stuff because they know how to control that. No, no, no. I will not let you say that without finishing that sentence. This is just what they want. They want people rising up and, and revolting. So, dot, 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 finish that sentence. So, we should all sit quietly with our with our hands in our laps and just peacefully comply with anything that we're told. No, we should be standing up. This is what we have to do at this moment in time. This is the right way forward. And it is having an effect. Do not believe the enemy propaganda. We are invincible and nothing you do will ever harm us. <laughs> that is enemy propaganda. And it is a cock and bull story. Case in point, I'll point people to a recent Tom, Tom Luongo article on have we finally reached peak Davos, where he is making the point that, yeah, it's getting dark, and obviously we are at some sort of zenith of power of these global would-be controllers, but the zenith is is preceded by a waning in power, and that's there's many signs that this is not going according to plan for the would-be controllers. So I'll, I'll throw that article in if people want the more sort of analytical look at this and the economic ramifications, etc. But I think everyone feels it. There is a great uprising happening right now. Do not wait for the media to tell you which, which protests are peaceful, peaceful burning protests in American cities and which protests are violent rioters who are against this. You know, do not let them frame what is happening right now. You know, you know that what side of this line you're on. And if you're on our side of the line, 
then I salute you and everything that you're doing in standing up against this tyranny. Well, and you nailed it. They are trying to helter-skelter everyone. All these white supremacist racists out protesting masks. Meanwhile, oh, it's peace-loving social justice activists that burnt half of America down two summers ago. James, there was a recent uh, – another one. I, I know I hit it on the Morning Monarchy. I don't have it off the top of my head. I'll put it in the show notes. Another one from Zero Hedge about – uh, the elites are kind of freaking out and doubling down on the bunkers and literally trying to run away. Unfortunately, there are those kind of comments all over this zero hedge post of like, ah, this is just part of the game and this is part of the trap. Those are all in those comments. Um, one, one added bit of good news, James, I just thought of right here. I've had a couple of successful maskless runs at the grocery store lately. And it's kind of interesting here. New Mexico, good grief. One of the few places in America still mandating indoor masks, even if you've got your MAGA jabs. And it was actually maybe harder to get away with it last summer because you would get, you know, and I maybe talked about it on here. I had a couple, couple of run-ins here and there. These last couple of days, going to the conventional grocery store and just doing it, just going in, smiling at people and act like you own the place. No one said anything. Now, I kind of would have thought if anybody was going to say anything, it would be other shoppers. Because, of course, stores are somewhat reluctant to be the mask police. Again, just go out and do it maskless. The worst that can happen is they'll try and tell you to put a mask on and you might be able to have a good interaction with someone. Our second much-needed segment of good news on this Thanksgiving edition of New World Next Week. Sharing is caring in the garden. Five ways to rent, share, and swap plants, seeds, or even gardens themselves. We grab this one via countryliving.com, which is probably a first for us on New World Next Week. I also want to make the note here and at the end. These are also all UK-based services. So the specific places we're mentioning are all in the United Kingdom. But the extra good news is they're ideas that no one owns that you can do yourself wherever you are, offline even. Would you share your garden with a stranger? Let someone camp in it for free or rent out garden tools instead of buying them new? The sharing economy might seem like a modern invention, James. And again, I can't help but notice the comparison that it was almost like they put out the campaign without the slogan. Airbnb and Uber and all the crowd share things. And then later we get the slogan, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. <laughs> Might seem like a modern invention, but with, you, with the car sharing crowd for all those things. But as Country Living notes, sharing stuff didn't always require a Wi-Fi connection. Flex your green fingers thanks to services such as Lend and Tend and Allot Me. Lend and Tend pairs up those without access to land with a local person who has the land, has the garden, but might not have the time, the knowledge, or the physical abilities to be able to cultivate it. Allot Me, described as an Airbnb for garden rental, works on a similar premise to Land and Tend, except garden owners can charge for the use of their plot. Again, no one owns these ideas. Why fork out on a garden tool you might use once a year? The London-based Library of Things stocks a range of tools ideal for those jobs you may only get around to completing once a year. Tools start from as little as a pound 50 a day to 36 pounds a week for a whole hedge trimmer thing. Lots of active plant swap groups all across the UK. UK House Plant Swap and the Plant Exchange UK are just 
use a search engine and do plant swap with your neighborhood and your as country living notes. You're bound to find a Facebook group near you. And even if you do, why not start one of those not on MetaFedbook? Faced with travel restrictions after returning from a big old cycling trip from Brussels to Tokyo, the founders of WelcomeToMyGarden.org basically created a network that people are free to camp in. Although, of course, donations are encouraged. Building on the work of open pollinated seed projects, there's a place called the OMVED, O-M-V-E-D. I have no idea what that word means. The OMVED Seed Saving Network in North London. I, I looked it up. I tried to find out. Community of Growers Saving Open Pollinated Seeds. That last one, the OMVED Seed Saving Network. It actually, the stuff looks, it looks beautiful. It looks like a garden wonderland. We will include all the links to all these places, Land and Ten, Library of Things, OMVED Garden, always, of course, down in the show notes. But again, we're not necessarily endorsing these platforms. Oh, OMVED is the one. I'm putting all my bucks on that one. We're not endorsing any of these platforms. They're just great ideas that you can get involved with and or start. James? Thank you for pointing that out, James, because I can already I, I already know what some of the responses will be. I went to that website and there was there was some Google tracker on it. So that whole idea is wrong. I'm not going to share seeds with people because there was a Google tracker on that website or whatever the case may be. Um, it's it's almost I mean, it's almost a form of mental illness that people have that they are absolutely incapable at times of differentiating the idea from this particular instantiation of that idea. It's like, no, the idea of, hey, sharing seeds and things like this. Might, maybe there's an idea there that we can make use of. And yeah, you don't, you don't have to do it online, but here's, here's how we can start to set up a network or whatever it is. Do it your own way. But it, and the other, uh, the other necessary caveat with all of this, as you pointed out earlier, is uh, 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 of course, they, they co-opt everything. They co-opt all of the good ideas. So I will put people back to my um, video that I did a couple of years ago. I am a sustainable free trade globalist. Does that sound uh, horrible, shocking? Oh, I knew it. You're a shill. No, no, no. If you watch that video, you'll see what I mean by that phrase. And that's a very different thing than what the World Economic Forum, UN, whatever crew are trying to tell you those words mean. And so we should not lose the actual meaning of concepts just because they have been co-opted by various people. I feel like I should repost the introduction to Solutions Watch, the introductory episode, every single week on the website where I explained when we're talking about solutions, there is no silver bullet. There's nothing that's going to be all, all in one blow. And uh, people who are endlessly uh, critiquing based on that, oh, solar power isn't going to end the New World Order, James. <laughs> yeah, no, it isn't. No, of course not. But hey, here's an idea for improving your life somewhat. How dare you? How dare you bring up that idea? It, again, it's just a form of mental illness that some people have. But having said that, these are great ideas. And I have no doubt that people, regardless, I, I haven't even looked at the individual sites here, so I am not promoting any individual sites that are listed here. But the ideas behind them are what's important. So I want to thank, in this case, as we've been doing recently, as is our new custom, um, we're each, um, yourself and myself and Brock are each selecting a story every week to, to go over. So this was Brock's idea. And I want to give Brock a big pat on the back for putting this idea in the mix and call myself out. Because you will remember that last week on this very program, I said... Keep your eyes peeled for good news. We need to depressurize a little after all of this. And 
remind ourselves that there is such thing as good news in the world, and that uh, what we've been programmed to think of as news is generally just the doom and gloom, so we need to adjust our point of view. And I need to change my point of view here, because my first thought when Brock suggested this as a story, I thought, well, this isn't, I mean, this isn't a news story, right? Like, it's not a story, it's just ideas. But again, who's to say that we have to have this limit on our box of thinking of, okay, this is a news story, but this is not a news story. And people sharing seeds or finding different ways of collaborating with each other, that's not a news No, of course, that is what life is about. And that is what ha is happening. And we need to turn our attention to those sorts of things more often and less often just following the, the trail of whatever the MSM is telling us is the news of the day. So thanks to Brock for sharing these ideas. I hope people will make use of them. And if you do, report back. Let us know how it goes. Um, whether these specific sites or your own particular community experience, share the information and we will share it forward. And that's how we learn our way forward. Like our buddy Richard Grove says, I've talked a lot about these types of ideas on the currently mothballed Good News Next Week show from Media Monarchy going back to April 2017. Craftsman donates his tools and himself. James, I, I tried to dig a little further. I know I've talked on Media Monarchy, or I thought on, on New World Next Week, about the tool library in Portland. Again, no, this isn't new news. People have been doing this for hundreds and hundreds of years. We just need to learn how to kind of reconnect with a bit of that. And look, what do I have typed here? Already in my notes below my good news next week thing. They might not be brand new, but again, they talk a lot about ideas that are always good news. My good news next week episodes, again, might be a couple years old now. But I would imagine very little of the stuff is is expired and doesn't work at all anymore. So I want to thank Media Monarchy members. I had to go. I had to go crowdsource it, James. I know I was watching you and Brock just be like, "Oh my God!" I looked for an hour and I can't find anything. <laughs> it's hard to find good news anymore. Huge thanks to awesome Media Monarchy members for my good news stories. This one from Rachel, and we've met in real life twice. New Harvard study shows homeschoolers turn out. Happy and well-adjusted and engaged, we grabbed this from FEE.org. Researchers at Harvard University just released findings from their new study showing positive outcomes for homeschooled students. Writing in the Wall Street Journal last week, Brendan Case and Ying Chen of the Harvard Human Flourishing Program concluded that public school students were less forgiving and less apt to volunteer or attend religious services than their homeschooled peers. The scholars analyzed data of over 12,000 children of nurses for some reason. I'm not exactly sure why the specificity of that participated in surveys between 1999 and 2010 and found that homeschooled children were about one third more likely to engage in volunteerism, have higher levels of forgiveness in early adulthood than those children who attended public schools. Homeschooled children are also more likely to attend religious services in adulthood than children educated in public schools, which the researchers noted is correlated with lower risks of alcohol and drug abuse, depression, and suicide. The new findings offer a stark contrast to the portrayal of homeschoolers by Harvard. It's funny. It's all Harvard. It's what? Harvard professors yelling at each other. Harvard Law School professor Elizabeth Bartholet 
who notoriously called for a presumptive ban on homeschooling last year, just before the U.S. homeschool population ballooned to more than 11% of the overall school-age population, or more than 5 million students. They wanted to ban it, of course, because of the COVID. In their journal op-ed, Case and Chin challenged their Harvard colleague, the picture of the homeschooled student that emerges from the data doesn't resemble the socially awkward and ignorant stereotype to which Ms. Bartholet and others appeal. Rather, homeschooled children generally develop into well-adjusted, responsible, and socially engaged young adults, they wrote. We will include an archived version of the Warrior Social Justice. I always just, I think of SJW when I see WSJ. James, doesn't this sound an awful lot like the story tidbit we hit last week where so-called COVID skeptics were infiltrated and found to actually respect research and process more than our clot shot counterparts? Yeah, it's almost like the, the public is switching on and cluing in and getting involved, getting active and taking over such things as their own children's uh, upbringing. Imagine that. Yeah. Um, This is an excellent, excellent example of good news that has specifically increased over the past couple of years. And there's lots of different metrics by which we can measure that quantifiably. And let me also parenthetically say we are sourcing this particular article you're reading from, from fee.org, but more specifically from Kerry McDonald, who has been covering this story for fee.org for years now. So I'll throw in a couple of links to some previous things that she's done on this. For example, back in March, noting that homeschooling tripled during the pandemic. So uh, in the U.S., obviously. And then she uh, had a post up a a few years ago. Mom entrepreneurs share how they homeschool and grow their businesses, talking about specific examples. Here are specific people who have not only done this, but are actually thriving while homeschooling. It doesn't have to be, okay, I'll give up my job and I'll go into poverty in order to homeschool my children. It can be done. So, and more and more people are starting to see this as a possibility. This is something that I've heard from a lot of people over the past couple of years, you know. It re- you know, all this horrible blah, 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 but it really made me appreciate my family more. It really made me think more about what, what are my priorities in life. It re- really made me, you know, re- recontextualize what I'm doing and w- whether I want to be in this job, etc., etc. So, you know, let's not overlook that. That is a significant thing that is happening right now. And if you look back in previous eras of plague and, and quarantine, this has this has been a, historically a societal shift type of moment and massive societal changes that would have been unthinkable before the whole plague scared everyone in, into the indoors for a couple of years uh, suddenly become thinkable and so this is one way this can manifest and again we're not spectators sitting on the sidelines we have an active part to play in the fact of are we going to change our lives what are we going to do differently and Here's another example of something that lots of people are starting to do. And I think that is absolutely good news. James, I have to admit, as a product of public school and being forced to go to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, when I was reading that data, I was like, I am less forgiving. I am a little meaner. I am less apt to attend religious services, but... I'm trying, Ringo. I'm trying real hard. Last little bits of good news. This just in, honestly, minutes ago, James, and you got it messaged to you from CastBot as well. They have scrapped the cloud seeding plan for northern New Mexico. It was, of course, like a lot of these things, comes out of the blue and says, oh, you've got a couple of days to you know, say anything or complain about it before we go full speed ahead. 
Fortunately, lots of people complained about it, and they are stopping it. They are stopping it for now. That might be not unmitigated good news, but that is the good news. Justin, they have scrapped the cloud seeding plan for northern New Mexico. I got a couple of other good news bits emailed to me. Medical Head says, no scientific evidence India needs COVID-19 booster doses. That coming from Girish. Huge thanks to Girish for that one. And Olivia, of course, for this one. Feds freeze Biden's vaccine mandate for businesses over all those pesky constitutional concerns, which James basically brings us back to do re me, back to the full circle of where we started this episode, James. Exactly right. And I have some uh, suggestions as well. First of all, I just want to note, um, parenthetically, that the, the story that we've all, I'm sure, in the independent media have noted since for the last year is starting to bubble up in the MSM. And they're starting to, you're starting to get the, the hints of that through the cracks. Even Bloomberg is reporting, even in highly vaccinated New England, hospitals are suffering. Huh, puzzle me that one. Or, uh, for example, AP recently had a report on scientists mystified and wary as Africa avoids COVID disaster, despite being the least vaccinated continent on the planet other than Antarctica. And uh, and Lancet and Journal of Epidemiology and others are starting to Note the Gibraltar paradox, more vaccinations equals more infection. The Ireland paradox, more vaccinations equals more infection. And you're starting to get uh, studies about this, the consistent pattern of paradoxical failure. So I'll throw in links just to note that that is happening. Again, do not wait for the mainstream media to come out and say, hey guys, oh, it turns out the vaccines are the, the weapon and it is causing all this disease. Of course, they're not going to ever, ever, ever come out and state that. But here it is for your normie mainstream friends, Bloomberg, The Lancet, whatever. These are the cookie crumbs you can lead them along the trail to the truth with. Um, having said that, I got a huge response from people out there for our call last week for good news. So I want to give some hat tips. Um, Sean passed along, gritty teacher refuses to disclose vaccine status, asserts rights, and wins back job. Uh, Anon uh, sent several hundred Google employees sign manifesto against widened COVID vaccine mandate. Uh, Telford uh, uh, has a link to breaking news in Australia. The Australian government is about to get the second dismissal in its history. Uh, a few people, Noen and Linda and maybe a couple of others, uh, pointed out in a BBC story on a Swansea cinema uh, refuses to ask customers for pass, which even got mainstream attention. Uh, Carol um, was pointing to an Al Jazeera story about India's Mo Modi saying he will repeal the controversial farm laws that resulted in, oh, by the way, some of the biggest protests in human history before. Um, Rusty pointed out, uh, could this Jewish ban on COVID vaccines turn the tide? Uh, I got an email from Desiree who said that due to the encouragement from Ice Age Farmer and people like yourself to go local and become more self-sufficient, my family now has 10 chickens, and we more recently started breeding white New Zealand rabbits. Tulip just had 12 healthy kits, and I can't believe how easy it is so far, as she does all the work. Uh, we all just, uh, we just put up a greenhouse, too. Uh, are doing more gar gardening and compost bin is next. Due to the ongoing tyranny, many of us are changing our lifestyles and are better off for it. Thank you for your commitment to report the truth. You are making a difference. And Paul sent along Matthew chapter 24, verse 14. So thank you to each and everyone who responded to that call. And I'm glad, uh, hopefully we can 
focus people's attention on the fact there is still good news. There are good things happening in this world, and that's what we're working towards. Do not keep your eye on the ditch in the road, because you're going to steer into the ditch. Look where you actually want to go. And it's a good it's a good thing for us to do ourselves, to reset the switch every now and then, and to refocus our attention. So um, I, it was a valuable exercise, and I'm glad that I got such a response for him. The uh, aforementioned Rachel, who gave me the homeschool story. They are actually just getting into doing meat rabbits themselves, which, again, none of this is easy. And none of us, like you said, is going to, hey, I changed everything overnight. You might need some neighbors to slaughter the rabbits for a little while. Again, it's, it's a lot. Um, some of those earlier ones you mentioned, James, again, as the mainstream starts to realize it, as I try and often mention, it's like, those sound like good articles to send to your normie friends and family. Again, as there's a, my Washington Post said that, well, now I don't know what to think. <laughs> James, in conclusion on this New World Next Week, episode 468, of course, newworldnextweek.com is where you can find Corber Report DVDs. Ah, I, to, I, I set them up so I could so I could bust them out. So that's, that's good production planning there. Uh, three Corbett DVDs and counting the Media Monarchy New Time Radio Play, the Octopus, and of course, as I've noted, merch coming very, very soon. It is closer than it has ever been. And uh, deprogramming notes, I have taken the week off for Thanksgiving, and I'm actually going to take the week off next week for a big old Casbot anniversary. Um, but I'm also going to try and get caught up on the P.O. Box. I am very behind on the mail on the P.O. Box. I've got the stack right behind me. Um, and just, I'll wrap up this episode just by saying is, as enraged I've been the last couple of years, as things have gotten pretty rough. And I guess the type of show, I mean, I never certainly never would have said this, but people refer to me as a shock jock. As I've gotten more, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> as I've gotten more enraged these last couple of years, don't don't ever for a second think that I'm not thankful and grateful. I'm thankful for my health. I'm thankful for my home. I'm thankful for my family. Thankful for being able to do this crazy thing we've managed to be able to do, James, for what, what did we say? 26 years <laughs> or whatever it is between the two of us. Thankful for being for you, for being able to work with Brock and, and all this, buddy. Absolutely. Let me turn that around. I am I'm not American, but I'm going to give this Thanksgiving thing a try. I am thankful to each and every person out there who is standing up against this, especially thankful to lady with the homemade CorbettReport.com shirt. Good on you. I am thankful to you, James, for the work that you're doing over there at uh, Morning Monarchy, uh, Pump Up the Volume, all the stuff that you're doing. I know that's a lot of work, so I do appreciate it. And it's good that as I come off the Renegade University course and get back into the regular flow of things, you're, you're taking a couple weeks off. We should definitely definitely alternate like that so that we're staggered. So I got dibs on Christmas and New Year. I'll take that off and you can work during that time, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, I, I am I'm genuinely thankful to the support of everyone out there who literally does make this possible. We couldn't do it without the support of everyone out there and uh, everyone who's out there standing up against this. Uh, we're, 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 we're there with you. We're there with you. And so um, thank you to everyone out there who uh, is continuing to spread the word about this information. And again, if two ranting weirdos on the internet is not going to be good for your friends and family, plenty of links. There's always plenty of links. So I hope that's useful to everyone out there. Anyway, I think that'll do it for Thanksgiving 2021. James, I hope you have a good turkey day. 
Thanks so much, buddy. Take care. Take care.